0: Hey everyone, CJ here. Welcome to the Wonder Church Podcast. I believe that discipleship happens in the context of relationship. So I would like to invite you to join me this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Redmond Middle School in Redmond, Washington. Or if you're not up to it, feel free to stay tuned to our podcast and YouTube channel for more content that is true to biblical doctrine and safe for people with questions like me. Until then, I pray that God speaks to you through this message.
1: Jesus was born of a virgin. He was fully God and fully man. He lived a sinless life and died a sinner's death. He did this to pay the penalty for the sins of humanity. He rose from the dead three days later, claiming victory over sin and death. He ascended into heaven and he is coming back again. Why did He do this? For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, so that whoever believes in Him would not perish but have everlasting life. And what happens when someone believes in Jesus Christ? The heavens are opened. The manifest presence of God dwells inside the heart of the believer. The believer is set free from the power of sin, death, and the principalities of this dark world, and is empowered to be everything they were made to be. This is the Gospel of Jesus Christ, and it is what Wonder Church is built on. You are invited to join us on January 28th as we celebrate the completion of three years of ministry as a church. And pray and believe for God to open heaven over Redmond and the greater Seattle area.
0: Well, hey Wonder Church, Happy New Year's Eve. Uh mm-hmm. good to see you not on, you know, in person, but online. Mm-hmm. And uh today we're talking about three spiritual practices for the new year. These are three things that Nicole and I have been doing for the last uh well, since we got married, 8 years. And we'd like to share them with you. They have really helped us in our relationship with God to make sure that we are aligned with his will for the next mm-hmm. year. Every year on New Year's Eve, almost the entire planet does the exact same thing. And that is set new year's resolutions. And I, I have done that. That's great. Um, this year, like a personal new year's resolution is, uh, I want to be in the best physical shape of my life because we have a trip planned over the summer, uh, for Hawaii. So praise God. Um, (laughs) so uh, yeah, that's exciting. So, but you know, like what, what is the difference between just having your own personal goals that you want to set, your own personal dreams versus God's vision for your life? Mm-hmm. Because the truth is, is that oftentimes our goals, what we want is just human ambition. And we're warned in scripture to avoid human ambition, mm-hmm. just doing whatever we want. We need to surrender that and come into alignment with God's will. Yeah. It's not about what I want, mm-hmm. human ambition. It's about what God wants. God's vision for your life. But how do you do that? How do you surrender what I want for what God wants? A lot of us, the reason why we don't is because we just don't know what he wants. <laughs> and so these three practices are actually about us getting into a place where we can discern and know what God's will is for our life.
2: Yeah, I personally have had a track record of not following through with my new year's resolutions and every year I would set them and I'm going to lose 10 pounds and I'm going to start eating better. And I'm going to do all these different things. I'm going to start being on time <laughs> and then come like two or three weeks, maybe a month or two, I'm in, and I haven't been able to follow through with them. And I just give them all up and I'm like, whatever, why do I do this every year? And then just a a few years ago, we really started to uh, talk about goals and really what is God's heart for us this year and what He wants. And I started having this perspective shift of Instead of making these goals that I want to accomplish this year, looking and seeing what is God doing? What is the word that he's giving me for this year and the theme? And how can I apply that to my life? So it's no longer about changing behaviors. It's changing my perspective more on belief of what God is saying to me, what he's saying about me and what he wants to accomplish through me.
0: Yeah. And when you do that, when you trade your just desire for accomplishing things or Being whatever you're wanting to be for God's desires, God's vision, God's will for your life, it changes simple desire into conviction. I I feel convicted. Mm -hmm. I feel more dogmatic about this. Mm -hmm. That is a much deeper motivation. So when you actually practice these things, not only will your goals be aligned with God's goals, but also your motivation will be increased significantly. Mm -hmm. So you'll be much more likely to actually accomplish those goals. So the first. Practice is reflection. Uh, Luke 2 verse 19 says, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The context is the birth narrative of Jesus, these miracles that are taking place, the uh, angelic visitation to the shepherds, shepherds coming and visiting Mary and Joseph and Jesus. And uh, Mary treasured is what the ESV translation says, treasured that word suggests to many biblical scholars that she actually wrote these things down. She was a journaler, and it's likely that Luke, the writer of the gospel of Luke, used Mary's journal entries on a scroll to inform his gospel, the writing mm. of the gospel of Luke. For us, when we reflect and we journal, it's not just, how did I feel about this year? Did I do what I wanted to do? It's more like, okay, God, what did God do Mm -hmm. this last year? What are the incredible miracles that he accomplished? The truth is, God is doing incredible things all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do something in Wonder Church. Our team leaders get together every week for Team Touch Base, and we start off... Uh, that meeting every single week, the same way we celebrate what God has done, mm-hmm. and the reason we do this it's strategic it's because we so easily forget or we so easily miss, and then we get discouraged or we get uh overwhelmed, and we forget god's with us God's doing incredible things, and the lessons that he's teaching us are incredible. Um, it's not that God's not moving; it's just that we're not noticing. And so, slowing down, reflecting, treasuring, and writing down what God uh, has done this last year.
2: Yes, I love looking back at my journal every year. Um, at the end of December or beginning of January, whenever we have a moment to to reflect, I will look back and I always um, dog is it called dog tag or or doggy ear. Uh, fold the pages of certain journal entries that really stand out to me where I felt like, man, God spoke something so important to me. And I want to be able to remember this because it's so easy to get lost in your journal. But I love going back and seeing what God spoke to me and how it came to pass and And it builds up your faith to see because it's so easy to forget uh, the things that God did and remembering my word that he gave me at the beginning of the year before looking and seeing the theme of it throughout my journal entries is so amazing. And it just fills your heart with gratitude for the things that God has done in your life and the miracles that you didn't even realize at the time were miracles and the way he provides and, um, just how incredible he was to us that year. I just love looking back. It's it's a highlight definitely for the end of the year, but it also helps me it, to have more faith for the coming year and to see just kind of the, the trajectory, the path that he has us on for uh, the next year, for 2024.
0: Yeah. And that brings out another point about Mary treasuring things and writing mm-hmm. them down. Mary didn't know at the time all of the theology about her son, Jesus. She didn't understand the entire redemptive plan, but because she wrote things down, there's a couple of times she did this. It says that she treasured things. Mm-hmm. She was able to piece things together and her faith grew as a result. And your faith can grow as a result if you capture the things that mm-hmm. God is doing in your life. So to do this practice, just grab a journal, grab a pencil or a pen and sit down Get quiet with God and ask these questions. The first is, what are three important events of this last year? The second question is, what did God teach me in these events?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's the first practice, reflection. Second practice is confession. Uh, Psalm 139 verses 23 through 24, David says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. We talk a lot about a daily practice um, that we do, we encourage everybody at Wonder Church to do, which is assessments. Um, Daily, get, get alone with God and allow the Holy Spirit to do an assessment of your heart. God, point out anything in me that displeases you. And it's really good at the end of the year to, before you write down any goals, to just allow the Holy Spirit to come and do an assessment. God, how how did I do this last year? And I want you to know, God doesn't point out areas of weakness or brokenness or sin in our life to condemn us, mm-hmm. but instead to tell us, you don't need this anymore. Yeah. I want to grow this mm-hmm. uh, area in you. I want to heal this area in you. So you don't need to be afraid to open up and be vulnerable with mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, for your annual assessments with the Holy Spirit, What I like to do is to make it a little bit bigger than just a daily assessment and bring in different categories Mm -hmm. like finances. God, did we please you this last year in our finances? Did we tithe the Mm -hmm. full amount? Not just part of it, but the full thing. Did we steward your finances well? Did we get further into debt? Did we, were we generous with our finances? Um, You could also bring in relationships. Did I exercise emotionally healthy relationships this last year? Am I holding on to any offenses in my heart? Mm-hmm. Am I prideful? Do I have do I need to forgive somebody? Um, do I need someone to forgive me? Um Ethics, is my behavior ethical? Were there any areas where I sinned and I need to repent? I need to mm-hmm. confess, I need to repent. Ministry Was I engaged with your work in the the east side or in the Pacific Northwest or, or in my neighborhood or wherever it is? Was I engaged in ministry in my church this year? All of these different categories you can bring before the Lord in this uh, confession time.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's also great to confess um, to if you are married to your partner and um, to be able to be vulnerable with each other and talk through like, where, what were some areas that um, we missed the mark this year that, that we can bring before the Lord and ask Him to help us in those ways?
0: Yeah. So the two questions you can ask is this, Lord, what pleased you this last year? And write it down. And the second is, Lord, what grieved you this last year? So the third practice is Expectation. Second Corinthians 319 says, so all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord and the Lord who is the spirit makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. This is a great verse that shows God's desire and not just desire, but uh, participation in our transformation. The process of sanctification is not us making ourselves better. It's actually us yielding to the Holy Spirit yeah. in our life. That's that's really what us becoming everything we are made to be is about. It's us yielding to God, and so because we know that God wants this for us, you know, to grow and to be better, um, He wants this for all of us. He is willing to participate and grow us, disciple us. Uh, We know also, therefore, that he will give us wisdom. He will tell us Mm -hmm. what he wants us to work on, what his will is for us for this next year. So we can go to him and we can ask him, God, what area in my life do you Mm -hmm. want to work on? And so for this last one of setting expectations or goals, uh, you can ask these two questions. One, Lord, what do you want to do in me this year? Mm -hmm. What do you want to work on? What do you want to teach me? And the second question is, Lord, what's my word for the year? Uh, Asking God for a word for the year, it's something that we do, um, and we've found it really beneficial since we started doing this, uh, yeah, eight years ago. I've gotten a word every single year, and every single year, it's been really cool to see how that word has been really fulfilled in my life and it's Mm -hmm. kept me sort of grounded in what God wanted uh, to focus on in my life. And so for, for me this next year, I already, I have the word for this next year. It's at least I'm pretty sure I do. It's super strange. And you know, sometimes God gives you weird words and you just have to figure it out. Um, Or sometimes you totally miss it and you have to like, that was me. That was bad pizza. That wasn't (laughs) the Lord. Um, But I was walking in the grocery store a week ago with the kids And just suddenly I felt like God told me, your word for the year is drift. Super random. uh, And it was so strange that I thought maybe that was God. I would definitely not pick that word for myself. (laughs) I went home. I looked it up. The definition for that word is to be carried slowly by the wind or water. I typed it into my Bible software, Logos. And the first uh, verse that came up was out of Acts 27, where Peter's on his way to Rome uh, in a ship. He's a prisoner and there was a storm and the the boat was let let adrift and and all of the lifeboats were let to drift. And his ship ended up crashing on the island of Malta. And as a result of this deviation from the plan to go to Rome, the gospel came to the island of Malta. And uh, another definition of drift is a deviation from the expected course. And that really when I realized when I saw that I realized wow I do sense that God wants to adjust some mm-hmm. things in me maybe in my leadership uh maybe in our family and in wonder and the key for me this next year will be discerning the Holy Spirit's leading and then yielding uh, allowing him to lead mm-hmm. and so I'm really excited about that yeah. and I believe that God has a word for you too mm-hmm. So we have a testimony about uh, Word for the Year from one of our members, so let's, let's hear her, her story.
3: Hi, Wonder Church. Happy New Year's. My name is Chelly, and I'm a Covenant member, and I wanted to take a minute and share a really cool story with you about what happened in my life in 2023. So at the end of 2022, Pastor CJ had encouraged us as a church to spend time with God and pray and ask for a word that was going to guide us into 2023. And I felt like my word was healing, and it just kept coming up over and over. And so I decided, okay, this is going to be my word for 2023. And I was so excited to see what God was going to do in my life. So, come January, I ended up getting really sick and had to go to the emergency room because I was in so much pain and found out that I had appendicitis and had to have emergency surgery to have my appendix removed. And during my surgery, um, my surgeon actually found a tumor connected to my appendix and sent it off to pathology. And after the surgery, they kind of met with us and let us know what was going on, but told us it was really, really slim. It was like a 1% chance that it was anything to even worry about. But I ended up being that 1% and found out that I had a really rare tumor that if left untreated would metastasize and potentially become cancer. So I ended up going through so much testing and so much fear and so much worry, and it really deepened my relationship with God. It really pushed me to spend more time with Him and for our family to lean on Him and for our family to connect even more than we already were. Um, And yeah, it was probably one of the scariest times of my life, if not the scariest time of my life, but I had amazing doctors and we had so much faith that everything was going to turn out well. We got prayer from friends and family and ended up having to have another surgery in August and have the rest of the tumor removed. So I ended up having a right colectomy and had the rest of it removed and some lymph nodes removed. And then after that surgery, um, all the testing came back great and I am cancer free I am tumor free and it is just such a testimony to what God has in store for us and It was just such a cool experience to be given that word at the beginning of the year and for it to hold true throughout the year and definitely just strengthened mine and my family's faith so much. And I know that Pastor CJ is going to be asking us to do that again this year to ask for a word. And I am just so excited to see what God has in store for me and for everyone else at Wonder whoever else does this. Um, But yeah, I am just so excited. So I encourage you guys to do that, to spend time with God and ask Him for what He has for this next year, and He will show you.
0: So what is God doing in you um, this last year? What is He going to do in this next year? Um, Let's take time now as a church, you're at home or, you know, you're on the road, wherever you are tuning in this morning. Let's take time to ask God, you know, what does He want to do this next year? Um, And in that, I wanted to share a bonus practice. This is something we have done as a church since we launched almost three years ago. And that is asking the Lord for a word, not just for Mm -hmm. us personally, but for our church. What does God want to do in Wonder Church? Mm -hmm. What is his heart for our church this next year? And if God gives you a word for Wonder Church, would you email that to me at cj at wonderchurch.co? What we've done every year that we've done this is compiled all of the words that we've gotten and put them into our report for our birthday, which will be on uh, the, the 28th of January this year. So we would love to uh, have those words in. Lastly, maybe you're here, you're listening to this, you're watching this, and you know that what God wants to do in you is to either restore relationship with Him or to start relationship with him. I believe that God loves you mm-hmm. and he wants relationship with you. That's why Jesus came. And so if you would like to do that, I'd love to pray for you. And what you can do is just repeat after me in this prayer, if that's you. So just repeat after me. If you'd like to give your life to Jesus this morning, say, dear Jesus, I believe that you are God. I believe that you came to earth you died on the cross and you rose again to make me right with you. Forgive me of all my sin and make me right with you. I choose to follow you starting now. In Jesus name Amen. Amen.
2: If you made a decision to follow Jesus today, we would love to talk to you more. And we have an opportunity next Sunday night at 7.30 at orientation. And orientation is a time uh, on Zoom where you can just get to know CJ and myself and really our Hearts for Wonder Church. So whether you uh, recently accepted Jesus into your life, or if you are a part of Wonder and you're wanting to know how do I get more involved? We'd love to see you there. 7.30 next Sunday night. It's only 30 minutes on Zoom and the link is on our website under the orientation tab. Also, we want to invite you to our third birthday. We're so excited. January 28th. Uh, At 10 a.m., it's on a Sunday at uh, Redmond Middle School, where we have our services regularly. Please come and be a part of celebrating all that God has done the last three years. We're going to have a fun time together. It's going to be a party and going to be great.
0: Also, this is New Year's Eve, and so I felt like the Lord wanted me to invite you to give a year-end gift to Wonder Church. We believe in the discipline of tithing, um, but also there are times when God quickens us to give above and beyond our tithe. And so if you feel like God is putting it on your heart to give towards building Wonder Church and continue continuing to reach uh, the east side, um, you can do that by going to wonderchurch.co slash give and give that way. Also, another thing that Nicole and I do to begin the new year, uh, every year is we fast. And we would like to invite you to fast with us. Fasting is giving up food or uh, some sort of pleasure for a spiritual purpose. For us, uh, we'll be giving up some food and that'll be once a week in January, every week in January. And so we just invite you to do that, to pray and to fast for Eastside Seattle, for Wonder Church and for God to do something incredible in our area and in our lives.
2: Uh, And if you can't give up food for whatever reason, we recently did a media fast and it was so good. So ask God, what is it that you're wanting me to to give up for this month? And maybe it won't be food, but it will be something significant. And uh, it's a great time to replace that thing with um, time with the Lord.
0: With that being said, we love you, church. We will see you next week.